0: Full of amazing stories, and the purpose of this podcast is to collect those stories from the people that live them. Where We Landed is a podcast that recognizes our whole history told by the individuals that live and love this small Indiana County.
1: Welcome. We are here with you on where we landed, an episode um, we're really excited about, our podcast highlights individuals that live and work in our great little Grant County community. I have with me today our host, Scott Miller.
0: Good morning.
1: And Kylie Jackson. Hey, everybody. And I'm Alicia Hazelwood. I am going to shoot it over to Kylie for our um, introduction stuff. Okay. <laughs> I know, I'm not supposed you to always, say anything. You always build it up. And I always We're just do, having conversation. Just, conversation. We just
2: We're 40 episodes in now, so. And it's still not normal. We should, we should be more casual. But we're not. Okay. Sorry. Uh, today I have a, uh, I, I, li- I googled um, questions to get to know people better. Mm. So I'm just going to ask us a question. You can answer this too, Keith. Um, these are supposed to be like really telling. Mm. So the question is, we're just going to do one. What's in the trunk of your car right now? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I feel like when we do these types of things my friends are becoming less and less my friends as they get to know me more and more <laughs> do you want to go first I actually don't have a single thing in the trunk of my car right now which is really unusual
2: but you're in, in between seasons. I just,
1: we're in between ball seasons school hasn't started yet I took my dogs to the vet so I cleaned out my car and swept it and so yeah it's nice and clean and empty. Well, that this is awesome. This is my next that really never happens. How
2: about you, Scott? Well... You kind of giggled a little. Yeah,
0: I did. Um, thankfully, today I have water bottles and I have hard hats in the back of my trunk. <laughs> Three days ago, I had my entire home office in the back of my trunk because my wife <laughs> made me clean it out and I didn't want to throw anything away, so I brought it all to this office. <laughs> So, so that's why I was giggling because <laughs> if we would have done went, this how, a few yeah, days ago, I couldn't have listed everything that was in How
1: me. often does Jane listen to our podcast?
0: Hopefully, never. <laughs> because now she's she going to be like,
1: I'm glad it's out of our
2: house, but yeah. the point was to clean it. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. No. It will come <laughs> back at some I, point. I
0: actually had to sneak it. Like, <laughs> she went to bed and I started sneaking <laughs> stuff out. So she doesn't know unless she and listens to she this now she does. Yeah. yeah. We'll so, make it. So nobody tell her. <laughs>
2: All right. <laughs> Keith, what's in the trunk of your car?
0: Right now, pickleball paddles and a oh, few
3: pickleballs. Yeah. Okay. It's mm-hmm. pretty well lit right now.
2: You guys, are you in a league or anything? I'm not. I'm
3: not. I, I, I was kind of sick for a while. I had had some stuff going on in the stomach, so I didn't get to play for a while. So I just mm-hmm. started playing again this week. Well, actually, last week. So I, I I played all last year, played the year before, but now this year, not not been as active, but ready to get back into it.
0: Where in Where in Grant County do the best pickleball players show up to where's the court at the
3: matter park
0: that's it huh? matter park yeah. i've
2: heard I've heard it's pretty intense. Yeah.
3: There are some really really good players. Uh, yeah. some, some of them are really good and I'm not one of them. <laughs> and
2: really serious apparently. Yeah, they are. Like they, they are. take
1: it. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. it's a, the, the people that I play with is it's, it's comic relief. We have fun. <laughs> um, the, some of them are yeah, pretty pretty intense.
1: I'd want <laughs> to be intense. a part of that group.
0: Yeah. yeah. There's some really good I know and I want to hear your story too here. But there's some really good tennis players that have come from mm-hmm. Grant County, correct? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So as they get into transition into pickleball i'm sure it is an intense place yeah,
2: yeah. i've been wanting to learn as well but i also i'm intimidated by the stories i hear about the serious players so i'm glad to know that there are there is a more casual yes just side, find myself but, and my group and you'll, okay. you'll, you'll fit right in <laughs> okay <laughs> all right kylie what's in your trunk uh, mine's empty as well mine's always so she said, it's okay. really it just boring. set us all
0: up for that. It was okay. question number one. It was the first uh, one on the list.
2: <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> and in fairness, I think there is something to be said. Like Kylie and I both have hatchback vehicles, so if we have stuff in our trunk, it's really in our car. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's gonna roll all <laughs> over all the over place. everywhere. <laughs> I would think there would have been golf clubs back there, like permanently, just ready to play. that some.
2: is one thing. When I buy a new car, I always take it home to make sure my golf clubs it are gonna fit, fit in
0: it, it fit easily. Yeah,
2: yeah. Because yeah, I had the, I had a car. Be- uh, a couple cars ago that you had to put a seat down to yeah. put him in and it was like this uh, this doesn't
0: I've got to slightly bend my driver a little bit. <laughs> 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 just wedge it in there. I just right. That's the right thing to do. That's <laughs> that's thing. I don't play yeah. golf, but that seems yeah. wrong.
1: Yeah,
3: it it <laughs> is um, as, as Kylie talked about being intimidated by some people on the pickleball court. It's the same way I look at her on the golf course. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I will go as, the other way if yeah. I see her playing As you should. I don't want to you be should. humiliated,
1: you know? <laughs> I played golf with her one time. She's like, You're not the worst I've Scene. and I'm like I'll take it
0: <laughs> people told me early on if you're playing in a golf scramble and want to win it make take sure Kylie. Kylie's on the team so and I, I try to do that every time uh, I pretty, can pretty, so. pretty, pretty wise decision yeah and she's fun to play with too, which is awesome. So, <laughs> so today, or is there anything else before That's I begin my, uh, my introduction <laughs> of all, our folks. incredible <laughs> guest today? So Keith Burke is joining us today. Keith is the superintendent at Marion Community Schools. Um, and one of the things that I've enjoyed about Keith the most, um, so when he and I first met a couple of years ago, he shared a story about ha- being a coach uh, at, in his background and football coach. And then I just found out. Uh, that he actually grew up in a family of uh, coaches. His dad was a coach and uh, brother was a coach. And so um, so I think that that is something incredible to have as a superintendent, somebody who understands uh, that kids have lives not just in the classroom, but they want to do some things outside the classroom. So Keith just became the uh, superintendent uh, last fall, uh, which would have been the fall of November 2021, I think, um, after being the interim superintendent after being a school principal, uh, and as I said, a coach, has been in the community nine years, uh, here in Grant County. And so welcome to the show today, Keith. And uh oh, there's the uh,
2: (laughs) Thank you for having me. Uh, Yeah. This goes on for a second. Yeah.
0: There you go. I, I I was going to uh to just have you share your story with us this morning before we get into any questions, but how would you get to Grant County, and maybe a little bit about where you grew up? And
3: sure, you know, sure, I'm it. from Southern Indiana from uh, from Vincennes. Uh, a lot of people, when you say from Vincennes, the only thing they know about is Vincennes University. So there actually are people that live there, and there <laughs> there, there is is a town and uh, and and a few schools there. I went to Vincennes Lincoln High School and uh, participated in a in in a Athletics quite heavily. I was, I was a football player and and also uh, track. My father was the head track coach forever at Vincent's and also was assistant football coach. And when you talk about a coaching family, again, my brother is still coaching. Um, my uncle was a was a coach at Jasper, Indiana, which was a, a rival of ours in Vincent's. And again, dad dad coached forever there. So grew up uh, grew up there. Uh, athletics were a big part of my life, as were academics. With my dad being a teacher and my mother at the time was a school secretary. So. So uh, we, we uh, I can tell you right now, there was no getting in trouble in school and not having parents know about it before you got home. You didn't have a chance to tell them; they already knew. So we, my brother and I, learned quickly that we were going to behave at school because at home it was a lot worse than it was <laughs> at school if we had a problem. So we, uh, we you know, we were, uh, we, 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 we were, we were, uh, brought up right early in the in that in that way. Uh, again, uh, grew up in a great family. Um, my mom, my mom has. Um, six brothers and sisters so a large family and it's just my brother and i which maybe that's why maybe maybe she 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 uh you know again get, didn't like being uh being being the oldest of that many children and so so we it was just the two of us uh but we always had uh had relatives around all kinds of cousins and aunts and uncles and, and all grew up around there now not many of them have stayed there um we're we're, we're pretty spread out uh, but then after that, I, I, went to school at Western Kentucky and, uh, didn't, didn't want to be a teacher. Um, my dad was a teacher. That, that would be awful to be a teacher. <laughs> is so, Western
0: Kentucky the Hilltoppers? It is Bowling Green. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's, and it's, it's beautiful a beautiful down there.
3: It, it is. It's a great place and had the opportunity to play football for Jack Harbaugh. Um, which wow. he's the father of, 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 Jim and John Harbaugh and, and a great man. Um, really, really, uh, I will tell you though, I, 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 I do want to tell a funny about Jack. So, um, when you, you know, young guy, you know, you're, you're on campus, you know, you're cool. You might be trying to talk to a young lady and Jack would run up and he would literally yell at the top of his lungs. If not us, who, if not here, where, if not now, when think about it? And he just walk away. And so I'm trying to talk to a young lady. Um, You know, again, I've been on campus a couple of weeks. Jack comes up, screams and just walks away. (laughs) the girl talked to me for about three more seconds and she just walked away i I, I don't think she was much into football and i didn't think she knew who the crazy guy was yelling so it made her i think a tad bit uncomfortable uh but but it it, it was it was a great opportunity um one thing i would say terry lakes who's here he he went to eastern kentucky so he and i we play Mm. pickleball together some so we have a little little banter mm, little there about, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, we, 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 now when we, when we're playing together, of course, you know, with solidarity, you know, us, us guys that went to school, but when we're on opposite teams, you know, we pick at each other he was an athlete and ran cross country at Eastern Kentucky. So <laughs> it was, uh, it was pretty cool. But, um, you know, I, I went back into, into education because again, as I, as I said, I think a lot of people have their family in education, don't, they don't want to do it. I mean, at first it's like, but you know, I was sitting there thinking what I love to do. I mean, I love being around kids. I love coaching. I love imparting knowledge. So I went back to school to be an educator something I said I would never do. And I have loved every, every minute of it. Um, You know, started my education uh, career in Madisonville, Kentucky, and was fortunate enough to coach under a guy named Alan Cox, who won multiple state championships. and, and a phenomenal football coach, uh, got to know him. And uh, after two years as an assistant there, I, I was the youngest 5A head football coach in the state of Indiana at Broderpool High School and took over a program that was not very successful, which is probably the words when they hired me, I was probably one of two applicants. <laughs> yeah. I'm not quite sure. But, um, you know, uh, and, and again, the guy that I coach with was like, I think you're ready. I don't think that's a good choice. I think that you, you should wait. And again, um, God puts us in places. It was just a phenomenal experience for me, and got to know so many uh, great young men and, and women there. Um, absolutely love my experience, and uh, you know, uh, ended up becoming the athletic director as well, and was the head football coach and athletic director, and uh, ended up winning a couple city championships, and 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 coaching some guys that played that played a little bit in the NFL, and had had a great great time and and great experiences, and. Uh, you know, gave that up and went into school administration. Uh, the superintendent had been talking me uh, to me about that quite a bit. At the time, it was Pat Pritchett, and he kept saying, you're, you're you're a great leader. I'd love to see you leading a building. You're a great leader. And I was like, hey, you know. Well, and the more I thought about it, I was like, you know what? I, I, I mean, I care about all the kids, not just my athletes. This would be something that would be great. And uh, so I, I became an assistant principal at Indianapolis, Washington, was an assistant principal for two years, and um, then moved into the principal role and was Principal there for for five and a half years and uh, kind of the rest is history. Uh, been been an educa- I did have one spin back in football though. Um, after five and a half years, Washington was on the state's watch list for education. Yeah. We got us off the watch list. Uh, I had a great team, and and I, it, it frustrates me a little bit when leaders say "I" because there is no "I" am doing anything like that. We had a phenomenal team, and uh, we were able to to move the school off of the state list. And I told the superintendent at the time, which was Dr. White, I said. Um, I'm telling you right now that I cannot, uh, I I can't continue this at this pace. I need a little break and I want to have some fun. And he said, well, what what do you want to do? And I said, I want to go back and coach. And he said, I can't do that. One of my best supporters and school board members is in your boundary and loves you. I'll lose my job. And I told Dr. White, I said, Dr. White, I said, you got to do one of two things. You got to get me back in coaching or I'm going to go somewhere else. I'm going to kick your team's butt. So it's just your chance. <laughs> and he did. And I came back and I coached at Tech for one year um, and was athletic director. And we finished nine and two and, uh, and the best record they had had since 1955. And I had a great time with it. And I knew it was time for me to get back in education when I started in the back of my head questioning some things the principal was doing. Yeah. And I was like, you know, if you're going to question it, you need to lead, don't, don't sit back and be that guy. Yeah. Um, and I always kept in myself again, I was respectful of the leader, but I was like, you know what, I, I feel like I need to get back into it. So I coached for one year and had a great time doing it. It was stress relief. It's hard work, but it's fun. Yeah. It's just a different, um, and, uh, and got back in, got back into the education and have been doing it ever since. And so ended up just how I got to Marion, um, I'll be real transparent on this. That was not my choice initially. My wife is from Plymouth. She's from Northern Indiana and she wanted to get closer to her family. Um, and I told her I'll apply. And I sat and thought, you know, I'll go through the interview process and then tell her I applied. And, uh, <laughs> you and were checking
1: a box. Yeah. <laughs> like moving the stuff out of the uh, office at yeah. home. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> if she wasn't listening at the beginning, now she is.
3: Probably, probably. <laughs> but, um, I actually, when I interviewed, I told my wife, I said, "I kind of like the feel of this. I, I really do," um, and I hope they call me back. Um, and fortunately, they did, and um, and and ended up taking the job and was was high school principal for seven years and uh, and and had a, had a great experience and 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 loved it here and and, and really fell in love with the community, the the people, um, and and have been, have been here ever since.
0: What What were you teaching in the classroom your first years? out of college. So what was your area of expertise that you were teaching?
3: Um, I, at, when I was at Madisonville, I taught US history and world history. Okay. Um, and my in back in the day now, now pretty well social studies, you have a license in every area. And when you get social studies, you had to actually have specific content areas that you were licensed to teach. So I was licensed to teach US history, world history, sociology, psychology, and anthropology. Well, nobody had anthropology. Um but I, I taught um, US and world at the beginning, but then I switched to psych and social, which which I really loved. Again, I, I psychology was my, my initial bachelor's degree and my yeah. major. So, you know, I really loved, um, loved the psychology and was able to teach
0: that at Broad Ripple. So, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, Broad Ripple is a great school or was a great school yeah, it I know was, it's, on the, uh, it's no longer a high school at this point but but it has a lot of history david letterman <laughs> yes from, yes. from uh, broad ripple so george hill you're a basketball yep, guy yep, yep, yeah george, <laughs> yeah george hill is
3: another thing let me say that uh, i i laugh and i tell people i probably oh uh george hill probably owes me his career he wanted <laughs> he wanted to play football and i told him no you will get broken and, <laughs> and he ended up like, that's and that's he's been still a very NBA. So yeah. it a pretty, it's been a very good. lucrative decision, yeah. that he yeah. made Exactly. For him. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. He's yeah. one of the very few people I told not to play football. Yeah. I came.
1: think sometimes kids need to hear that, though. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm.
0: I know he came back to play for the Pacers. Yes, he played yeah. for San Antonio, so yes. he's got some some titles to his name too. yeah. So. yeah. Good yeah. young man. Yeah.
1: I was going to ask. So you said that you came, did the interview, wasn't necessarily the place you were looking to go, but then fell in love with it. What are, you said the people, but what are some of those things that have really stood out to you and the, the reason why you have stayed so long in this community?
3: You know, I, I can tell you that as, as a, being a, a former principal and the superintendent, this community, if our students need something, they'll find a way to get it. And I can tell you again, high poverty area, um, you know, a lot of financial strain here, but yet, everyone still finds a way to support, and that's something that I appreciate so much. Uh, the community loves, uh, and, and again, this is me speaking from my role as superintendent. The community loves Marion High School, Marion Community Schools, and Marion High School, Marion Community Schools love the community. So it's it's a very symbiotic relationship, and I think that it's something that uh, is is really unique. I don't think that every school is that way, and again a lot of it would be that the majority of my formative years would be in a city um, where kids, neighborhood kids at Broderpool really didn't go to Broderpool, just to be real direct with you. They went to either North Central, even though that wasn't their boundary. And that was when they started allowing the transfer tuition. So they would go to North Central or they would go to Chittard or Cathedral or some park tutor. So it wasn't truly a a neighborhood school. Now we had some. We had a, a magnet program there, and we had some of the neighborhood kids that went there. But the majority of the kids were for, from more of the area, like which, which, if you don't know, Indianapolis, the meadows, some of the rougher areas um, in Indianapolis. Um, so it was, it was unique in the fact that that um, I felt like it broadened, like the school. Kind of became the kids' family because again they're away from their family at the time. They're not really close. They drive on bus thirty minutes to get home or whatever. And um, again, here I, I just feel like that the the community, truly the surrounding community, embraces the school corporation, which to me is 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 so beneficial as a superintendent. And and again, anything that that we need, our community has just been awesome.
0: Yeah.
1: So, what's something that has surprised you that you didn't expect to find in our community?
3: Um, you know, I, I would I would say that okay for Splash House, <laughs> just mm-hmm. to be real honest, when I came here from Indianapolis, that was that was like a cool thing. I was like, man, they don't realize what they got Matter Park. Um, to me, again, I I've, I've been in Indy in a really long time. They don't have Holiday Park, maybe, but they're not not the parks as nice as Matter Park here. Um, just just again, um, a lot of pride. People have a lot of pride here, and mm-hmm. I think that that's something that probably. Surprise me. Um, the, on the other end, the thing that, that um, surprised me was when I went to, when I first became a principal at Marion High School, and I went in and I'm left my chest up. I'm in, I'm the new principal at Marion High School. Well, you must be so crazy. <laughs> uh, I'm like, what? Why would you want to be a principal at Marion High School? Mm-hmm. And so I think that um, even within our own community, the lack of, uh, I guess, knowledge. Of how many great things we have going on there, um, and and that it's it's it is a good place to be. Um, I, I'm not only a superintendent, you know. I, I guess we're we're the hair club for men. I'm not only not, not only a, a, a spokesman. I'm a client. Well, not yet, but um, but my my kids, my my two oldest kids, moved to and went to Marion Community Schools, and um, both of them have done phenomenally well. In the world, and I'm telling you that Marion Community Schools has a lot to do with that. Um, just they, it was it was small enough to where that I felt they really got involved. They were at Hamilton Southeastern,
0: mm-hmm. um,
3: which which again my oldest graduated from, and it, and, and it, it's it's a it's it's a good school system, but it's a good school system to get lost in. And my my oldest was an athlete and was involved with a lot of things, so he didn't have that. But I think the younger one struggled a little bit there. Um, it was again just so large. And, um, when they got here, they got so involved, um, that, you know, it was, it was really, really cool. Um, Hunter, who he will tell you is not a great athlete, but he participated in in three sports at Marion. I mean, you know, and it's like, the kid, like I said, is not an athlete at all. So um, it was it was really really cool to have him involved um, in so much, and Ali involved in so much with the with the band and uh, and them doing doing choir, band, theater, and then being involved in athletics. Mr. Porter took kind of Hunter under his wing because Hunter loved math, and he you know he went out for tennis really because of Mr. Porter. And ended up playing for four years for Doug. So you know it, it's and he played golf and swam, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just opportunities that, truthfully, at Hamilton Southeastern, he wouldn't have been good enough to participate. And just being as 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 honest as I can, mm-hmm. and would not have had that opportunity to become as well rounded as he did. Um, and ended up graduating as our salutatorian and graduated in three years from Ball State in computer science and is now. Um, doing web development, computer programming at Sweetwater, which was his dream job. That's where he wanted to work. He got mm-hmm. his job that he wanted. He's out in the real world. And, you know, it, it, it's again, I, I tell people all the time, it's, it's, I'm thankful for Marion High School because when Hunter came here, he was extremely um, shy, extremely nervous person. And I think that, that Marion High School, again, that the people that he met uh, made him feel comfortable. Um, he, he knows all different types of people, he can relate to everyone and can walk down the streets in Indianapolis and doesn't feel nervous. Whereas, again, people that that aren't around diversity, aren't around different types of people, they struggle with that, and our kids have not.
2: Today's episode of Where We Landed is brought to you by the United Way of Grant County. The United Way's mission is to build stronger families. We believe that sharing inspirational stories helps strengthen the fabric of our community. To get involved, contact the United Way at 765-662-9811.
1: I find it interesting that um, in our
2: community, a lot
1: of times we'll hear people say, well, I I didn't move here because of, you know, possible ratings that our school systems have and stuff like that. And there's several people that, you know, they want to move from the westfield noblesville fisher's area but that's you know Well, my wife doesn't want that to happen because she read this online so to hear that exact kind of opposite view and i really celebrate you for getting not just a role here but then not driving it and right really becoming a part of the community and and raising your kids here i really appreciate that so i like that part of the story that's really good
0: you've you've been here for nine years and I'm fascinated by, uh, I'll call it change management. Um, so I'm curious, either challenges that you saw nine years ago in the school system that you say, hey, here's something that we've changed or current challenges that you see that you'd say, and this is something we really need to to change to, to get better at. Is there anything that comes to your mind on that?
3: Well, a- again, I think what happened when I got here, I felt that the community and the school corporation were very engaged with each other. And I, I will tell you, I don't believe it was anything that would be the fault of the community or the school corporation, it was a nasty little thing called COVID, mm-hmm. and I really feel that we've taken a step backward in that way. So my opinion is, is that I want to go back to the future on that. I mean, I want us to, to go back and to do the things that we did before the pandemic and engage our community more. Um, I feel that it's, it's so important for our parents and community to be partners in education. Uh, I, I am of the, the mindset that it takes, it takes a village to raise a child. And when I was at Indianapolis, Washington, again, we were a community school. We were the national community school of the year. Um, we, uh, we, had, we had so many services for our kids outside of the norm of the school day. We had a full-time nurse practitioner. We had mental health services within the school. The kids did not have to leave. We had a partnership with mental health agencies where they would stay there, they would take Medicaid, and the kids would be able to actually go there. Again, they could get their medications. We had a mobile dentist that came once a month. Um, just so many services for our kids as well as, and this is another kind of kind of plea when we get out here to our community, we were just talking about this. Um, business owners, I would love to see some of the stuff that they have in Indianapolis where they give them leave time to go volunteer at a school. Um, Eli Lilly Rolls-Royce, we had engineers from Rolls-Royce, we had chemists from Eli Lilly tutoring our kids every single day. Because they got leave time, certain amount of days a year to volunteer, and I had the fortunate opportunity to go speak to, um, to to both of those places and talk about the need, and so we became pretty high on their list of places to go to tutor. Um, you know, again, things like that. I, I really want to embrace the the community and the school as one that 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 you know we're not going to. Neither of us are going to survive if we don't work together.
0: Yeah, interesting that you say that. It brought to my mind, and and this will. Would be something that Kylie would, would, uh, have to get involved in if she chose to do that. But th- when I was in Indy 15 years ago, the chamber there, um, had a teach for a day where they would allow business people to go into the schools and teach for a day. And I had an eighth grade music class that I taught in, uh, Pike Township, which if you know, like I have no musical ability. <laughs> And, and I'm
1: like, somebody it, didn't match you up yeah, very yeah, well.
0: Yeah. And, <laughs> and watch like Sound of Music or something. Yeah, like, yeah. what did you oh do? The <laughs> yeah, that felt bad for him. Yeah, but, but it was exhausting. Like I cannot imagine doing that every day. Like it Well, you also just weren't have,
1: in your passion area either. True. I mean
0: but if I could have taught dodgeball that day, it would have been much Right. More, more exactly. <laughs> so. Like,
1: here, Alicia, teach art. Yeah. Okay. But I do think
0: it was really good as you talked about having the business community get into schools just to see like what it is that yeah. teachers do on a day to day basis. And and the teachers there were gracious and they helped me kind of through the process, but <laughs> but uh but I, I think that's a really good thing if we can figure out ways to help uh, help the Marion school system here.
3: Well, again, if you want to if you want to experience what it is to be a teacher, take take your kids for a day. <laughs> Only let them out on times of recess.
2: Right.
3: <laughs> Make them sit. <laughs> see how that goes for you. Yeah. Uh, again, our our teachers have to teach that structure, and and it's really really difficult. And I will say, the thing that almost drove me out of education was in a, when I had to do initial experience i i had to do a it was it was a situation where they they were filled in this secondary so i had to do an elementary (laughs) kindergarten initial experience where i went in there i'm telling you it was like herding cats um it was i and my wife was a was a, a kindergarten teacher and i have no yeah. No idea how you do that. Um, it really, I mean, it's amazing. And then to see the progress, like in my wife classes from the beginning of the year to the end of the year, when she was teaching, yeah, it was unbelievable because mm-hmm. the kids were getting in line, they were doing, doing everything. I mean, the transformation was crazy and I'm telling you it's, it's, it's tough. It's, it's yeah. really, really difficult. And I think, I think people to see that, to know what the skill that it takes to get the kids to that point, mm-hmm. I think that they would, they would, uh, change their mind on, on, on what it is to be a teacher.
2: Oh, and the patience. Yeah. Kind of along those lines. um, This might be the million dollar question. I'm not sure anyone's got an answer for this uh, right now, but we are face seeing lots of teacher shortages around the country. And I don't know what the exact situation is at Marion, but it's a problem everywhere. And um, I think COVID exacerbated it, but um, do you have any, any ideas or solutions or um, things that you're doing already at Marion to to help support teachers?
3: Well, um, number one, the first thing is is retaining the great teachers that we have, um, and and finding ways to incentivize them, um, do some things to, to, to make them want to stay in the profession. Uh, a second thing, though, is I will tell you, and and I'll say it say it here, so uh, the quicker you get this published, actually, the better, <laughs> um, because we we really. People that have bachelor's degrees that are not happy in their area, of the state's being a little more forgiving on some things. Um, you know, American Community Schools, we'd love to talk to you about an opportunity where that we would do kind of a transition to teaching program if you have that bachelor's degree, find you in an area that you like, and then we we will pay for a class every semester till you get your license. So, um, you know, we have some opportunities for individuals if they, if they're, you know, they're, they're just not happy in their line of work. Um, the key is, is that bachelor's degree because it gives you the opportunity then to, to progress within the state of Indiana. They'll let you do that, that transition to teaching program. But again, in a situation like that, um, Come in earning right away. It's almost like an internship opportunity. You're coming in earning, and then have an opportunity to work on your license while you're teaching, uh, which which we've had we've had people be successful in completing that. But that's something that I I see more of. Another thing that um that the state's allowing us to do. Is in specific areas. Let's say that you're that you're an accountant, um, and we're we're teaching, you know, accounting. Um, we could actually hire you for a like a a period as an adjunct faculty, mm-hmm. um, kind of as universities do. Um, the state of Indiana has just now started allowing us to do that. So that's something that we're definitely looking into. Mm-hmm. Um, is 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 possibly talking to Indiana Wesleyan and Taylor, um, if their professors have a time, could we could we pay them to come in and have them teach in their expertise area. Mm. Um, so just, you know, again, again, looking at, at everything outside of the box to ensure that our students get what they want um, and what they need. So, you know, I feel um, we feel pretty good right now. I will tell you that we, we do have we had some the thing that kills just late resignations. We had some late resignations in elementary and when I say late, like the last couple of days. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's right now. <laughs> On my mind and my heart a little bit. Uh, so you know, th- those are those are the things that keep you up at night when you're getting ready to start school year. Um, you have the best plans ready, and then you get six resignations. Um, mm-hmm. You know, where someone has went to a different school corporation, or moved, or chosen to get out of education. So those are those are the difficult parts. I will tell you that I'm I'm very blessed and very fortunate that I have a board that supports what we what we want to do and has been. Nothing of again astonishing to me in the way that when we say we need something, they're going to work to try to find it. Mm-hmm. And again, they have passion for marrying community schools, as I was talking about. That's so important. Um, and they, they want us to do well and they're, they're going to do everything they can to try to help us be successful.
1: So as I've listened to you talk and share, you have a wife. Three kids.
3: I actually have four Four kids. Five total. Five kids. Okay. So you've talked about family.
1: Okay. You've talked about three. So we need to hear about the other two. And you took this role initially to be closer to your wife's family in Plymouth. So how is that working out? And as a trailing spouse, how is she, um, acclimating to? The grant county lifestyle
3: yeah she she loves marion um she's she's been a marion fan since the moment we got here um i can tell you that she got to know people right away and really fit into the community and felt really really uh great so our other kids um my daughter works in um at iu health um in the insurance basically part of it um she works at at, at the hospital downtown uh my son is in hr uh my oldest he uh, he actually works in hr in the medical field. Uh, so he's down in Indianapolis as well. And then, um, our oldest, which is Gina's oldest, John is in a non-profit non-for-profit down in Indianapolis. So, um, all of our kids are doing great. Um, again, Allie graduated nursing degree at ball state. Um, and again, Hunter, Hunter with computer science. And so they're all, all doing well, all out, out in the world. And, and, uh, and and making it which and makes marion is
1: the center location it sounds like absolutely. too for visiting Ab- all of those kids <laughs> yeah,
3: absolutely yeah we, we we keep we keep hopping uh, there's no doubt about it so you know it wife wife had a little tough time lately her her you know she she has some health issues so my wife is not teaching anymore um unfortunately she had a nobody really knows why they think it was caused by a virus her heart operates about 10 percent oh, um, wow. her, her ejection fraction about 10 percent. so um I'm amazed at the amount of things that she's able to do with that because again my heart uh, fortunately I've had I've I've had tests a couple of years my heart is good mm-hmm. and uh, she sometimes puts me to shame, which, which tells me that it's just a will on a lot of that. Um, and she, she does a great job. Um, but you know, we, we lost, uh, our, my father-in-law, her, her dad, who she was just so close to, um, earlier this year. So that's been, been a struggle for her, but, you know, but everybody's doing great. And again, uh, you know, we, we, we're, we're fortunate that we have kids that are, that are making it out in the real world, because I'll tell you, it's, it's, it's a tough real world.
0: What are, what are some of the things going back to the the schools uh, that, as you came here, that you said, man, Marion does this so well um, that we don't want to change that. That, but that maybe people don't realize uh, just how well there are certain aspects uh, of things that are going on in the school system. Yeah.
3: I, I think that 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 if we're talking about that part, um, I, I think that there's two things that we do extremely well. I think with our kids, our um kids that are really interested in advancing themselves as far as really challenging themselves with ap dual credit um, opportunities for university classes prior to again hunter came out marion with 89 college credits Hmm. um he he transferred in as a junior to ball state and again graduated with a double major in three years um so pretty awesome um you know it was it was a situation where where we were just so fortunate, and we walked into that, and that was there. Um, so continuing that is is to me something extremely important. I think also our career center does a phenomenal job, um, and and more people need to take advantage of those opportunities because there are so many great opportunities through the career center um, to where that you can go out and you can actually earn money right right as soon as you get out of there and good jobs. So you know there there are great opportunities. I feel like we're really strong in those areas. Um, and then some areas I'd like to see us improve in. I think I'd I'd like to see us improve more with that middle, that middle ground kid. I think we do a good job actually at the lower end. And I think the struggle would be with that middle kid and, and continuing to give them opportunities and help them find their niche and push them in the direction that they want to go.
1: So you have a really stressful job. Mm -hmm. Your wife's a teacher and she's had health issues, stuff like that. What do you do to like, recharge reconnect take care of yourself what are those outside school stuff not coaching i'm gonna push you not coaching that you that you like to do to recharge
3: um i i love uh i love florida um i go i go there quite a bit to travel but i will tell you um i i also i i love lake life so um we 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 have a condominium at winona lake um we have a boat uh, so, that is probably my number one way right now of, of recharging, is going out getting on that boat, forgetting about everything, and, and just relaxing, um, you know, and, and, it's, and it's also a great opportunity to spend time with family. Um, you know, it's funny. They they when you get the boat, they want to come see you all the time. Yeah. <laughs> right? You get a lot
1: of friends when you get a boat.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you don't I need a
2: boat. That. You need a friend with a boat, it's, it's right? What, <laughs> that's right. That's my motto in life.
3: Boats, boats, and fools tend to make friends. Um, you Both know, again, are on
1: my list of wants, by the way. <laughs>
3: but but you know, and and I, I love music. I go to a lot of concerts. Um, you know, just, just always have been a, a musical fan. My mom and dad were actually in a band forever. They played, uh, 50s, 60s and 70s music when I was growing <laughs> up. So, um, dad's a guitar player. Um, I play poorly, um, <laughs> and, and occasionally kind of about, about like I play golf and pickleball. Um, but yeah, you know, it, it's, it's, a it, it to me again, the, the, there's something about the water that relaxes me. Yeah. Um, it's just as soon as I, as I get there, it's just like, whew.
1: So I have two follow-ups with the water and the boat and stuff like that. Are you a skier, tuber type boat, or are you a pontoon, float around, (laughs) relax boat, or are you a fishing boat?
3: Well, actually all three. So (laughs) what I would say is skiing probably not so much anymore. I used to... um, we have a how's this we have a pontoon boat with a big engine that you could ski behind that's mm-hmm. what so my it, husband's
1: it, uncle has yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> we, we, we have we have a pontoon with 150 horse right uh, Java, <laughs> so uh that 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 pulls the the tubes really really fast mm-hmm. and gives you the opportunity it's got the fish finder and, and you can float you and it. then you can fish and off the can, front and you can just just chill so <laughs> the, the, um, awesome. right now probably for me though the, the relaxation part is more of my thing but when the kids come they want to Don't go a tube. Yeah. yeah. No, they want to go fast. <laughs> <laughs>
1: My other follow-up questions, what's the last concert you went to then if you're a big music buff cuz I know Kylie loves loves music as yeah. well. The
3: the last um I guess I would say big concert I went to was again cuz covid it's kind of kind of put a damper yeah. on some things was a couple years ago and may freak you out a little bit with who I went to see.
2: <laughs> well, yes um... Yes. Oh, did you really? Yes. yes.
3: Uh, I've seen them like 11 times.
1: Okay.
2: <laughs> the
3: show to me is just it's, and
1: it's, i found the surprise
2: question <laughs> there you go. i would not have expected <laughs> that but I, but I
3: like 80s rock i'm actually going to see uh see here in a couple of weeks night ranger nice. uh, I, I like like stuff like that you know it's uh it's it's again it just kind of helps you reminisce, takes you back to those, <laughs> those times when you weren't stressed, when life was, was, you know, trying to decide, you know, what you're going to eat after football practice. And how
1: to keep your coach from scaring off a possible girlfriend.
3: That still haunts me to this
0: day. Um, so when you brought that up. We watched a documentary last night, and you guys may be fascinated by this, but it was The Day the Music Died, the story of Don McLean's American Pie. Mm. Unbelievable. Where did you watch that at? It's on Paramount. Okay. It just came out uh, two days ago, so this is going to date the, t- <laughs> the thing. But, <laughs> and but there you go. Is, but it is fantastic. <laughs> is it good? Yeah, and so if you get a chance to to watch it, it's, uh, it's really good. And so. He was kind of a one-hit wonder. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I had that, that great hit yeah it'll it'll make you laugh it'll make you cry and and it just tells the story behind that, that I love, documentary. That's I awesome. laughed
1: because they were like, oh, it's a great hit. To, um, <laughs> every time I hear that song, I go back to it being a party drinking song oh, yeah. at Tri State. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. And that's what they said. It's one of those songs that everybody knows. Like once the lyrics start, you can almost take it and, and, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah. run with it. So, so anyway, Absolutely. that's a tip for everybody today. Yeah. Is there anything that you're watching, anything you're reading right now that you'd recommend to, to our guests? Uh,
3: the, the, the watching, honestly, I, gosh, I used to love television <laughs> and I don't have much time. So believe it or not, what I do watch at home at night sometimes because it's kind of brainless and I can just have fun is the office, yeah, yeah. Um, just mm-hmm. old office reruns. Um, I'm not watching anything new currently and, and reading it's, it's, it's education stuff. So, I mean, you know, closing the achievement gaps and things like that. I'm not sure that our general listener would find that <laughs> real fun. You read um, for work. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it, it's, I hate to say it, but your work is sometimes who you become a little bit yeah, as right. well. And actually I, that, that is enjoyable to me to mm-hmm. read some things that, you know, that, that, that people are doing differently in in your line of work. Um, so right now, nothing for pleasure. I hate to say, um, but but I need to. Um, I, I when I worked at a previous job when I was uh, in Indianapolis, I was the principal, but also um, doing a lot of things the region wise for Charter Schools USA. I, I went to work for them for a little bit, and um, I was. They're, they're based out of Fort Lauderdale, so I was I was on the plane continually. The thing that I would say that I liked about that was. I had time to read Mm -hmm. on the plane and I read for pleasure. And I, and I read a lot of books. Um, It's like anything else, you got to find the time to do it and just make yourself do it. But I will say as I, as as, you know, I I wake up, I I actually said to myself yesterday, I was like, man, it's Groundhog Day. I mean, because I, 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 we do become creatures of habit and I wake up and I'm I feed the dog. I do this. I do this. I do mm. this. As I said, there think I was like, man, you got to do something a little different because I literally thought this is groundhog day. Yeah. Uh, you know, I need, I need to change up a little bit. And sometimes we do get stagnant and need to need to find some other things to mm-hmm. do.
0: Yeah.
1: So when you read for pleasure, what do you read for pleasure?
3: And more like, um, mystery crime, things like that, okay. um, just just intriguing to me. A lot of, some of it too also is uh, espionage type stuff. Um, you mm-hmm. know, uh, it's, it's uh, more in a, I guess, a world setting, should I say, versus yeah. just like a local crime. Mm.
1: And what are you listening to besides where we landed? What kind of podcasts Are you a podcast person or, because we know you listen to us. I am,
3: I am. I <laughs> Guilty pleasure is Pat McAfee. Yeah. Um, mm. it, 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 he's he's raunchy at times, but um, I, I do enjoy, I do enjoy him and I'm a Colts guy. So I kind of, kind of latched onto that. That's, that's one I listen to frequently.
0: <laughs> what what can our community and our listeners be doing to support you and the school system? I think you've got one of the toughest jobs because you're impacting kids. And uh, so people take that real personal.
3: Absolutely. Um, and- you know, I think I, what what I'll tell you one thing I'm going to actually talk to the mayor about, um, and we were talking at our at our work session in the school board the other day is uh, just just an idea that was kind of birthed out of out of what we were talking about with with child early childhood literacy. Um, you know, really trying to get as I talked about, you know, kind of with the with the getting business people in, but just just our everyday citizens saying saying let's pick a week and let's really focus on reading to the children in the community. Um, you know, like, like talk to the mayor, say, Hey, can we, is there any way we can make this read, read to the, read Mm. to the children week? I mean, you know, just anyone, I don't care. You know, when I first got here, I do remember, um, one, one specific thing, I was talking to Art Faulkner and he was telling me how Rita would have the neighborhood kids, his wife would come over all the time and he would read to him. She would read to him. She would spend time with them. Things like, I, I think that that is so important because again, in areas of poverty, um, the literacy level is, is a, usually a thing that is not where it needs to be. Mm-hmm. And we want to get those kids where they enjoy reading. And mm-hmm. if you, you have to start by reading to them um, mm-hmm. for them to understand reading. So just something like that, I think would be really, really cool um, for the community to get involved in. Also, again, um, we're always looking for mentors, uh, people to spend time with our kids. Um, not everyone grew up. In a two parent household with, with people that were there for them all the time. I think our parents, some of them work so hard, um, that they, that they have to, to, to put food on the table for our kids so that they're not spending as much time. And so that, that leaves idle time for kids. Um, if it's not done in productive things, that can be a negative. So, you know, just finding, finding people to reach out and to work with kids. Uh, one thing I can tell you right now that the thing that, that was so important to me as I sit and think of my youth was, um, was athletics and leisure, and what I mean by that is, like, we had a, you know, they have the splash house here. We had Rainbow Beach at Vincent's; they called it. But, but the kids were there almost every day, and then they're going to participate in the evenings in their athletics, um, or or whatever it may be, theater, or whatever, whatever programs they were involved in. Um, but there was always something to do, and you know, again, that's what I would challenge the community to ensure that our students always have something to do that's productive. Mm-hmm. Um, If we give them positive choices the negative choices become less less and less an influencer shall we say so let's give them positive things to do versus negative things to do
0: yeah great advice um i wanted to tell you thank you for coming in and spending time with us today keith and and thanks again for what you do on a daily basis um impacting the lives of future generations and um as well as today's uh generation so thank you guys for having me i appreciate it (laughs) yeah um Please do like and subscribe uh, wherever you listen to podcasts and tell your friends uh, about this episode so that uh, more and more people can learn about Marion Schools and Keith and his story. Absolutely. See ya. See ya. Today's podcast was engineered by Kyra Montero of Frequency Canvas.